Hi, everybody. This is Jackie Smeagol with Open Arms Adoptions, located in Streetsboro, Ohio, and this is BizFire Business Spotlight. Welcome to the BizFire Business Spotlight, where we're putting amazing small businesses right in the spotlight, helping to ignite their visibility, get their story out to the world, and tell everyone why they are so amazing. I am your host, Jim Cermak, and I am really thrilled that you are joining me today. Uh, this is a business and an industry that I have wanted to know more about over the years and how it all worked because they're doing such amazing and special work. So really excited to have you here today. My guest today is Jackie Smeagol, and she is the founder and director of Open Arms Adoptions. She has worked in the field of adoption for over 30 years, beginning with her career with children's services. Jackie has worked in all areas of adoption and is especially passionate about placing brothers and sisters together for adoption. Everyone, just welcome Jackie to BizFire Business Spotlight. Jackie, thanks for joining us, and please say hello to all the, all the listeners out there. Hi, everybody, and thanks, Jim, so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to be here, too. Oh, my gosh. So, so thrilled. And like I said, uh, adoption is such amazing work that you do, and that is uh, an area I just don't know how the process works. So I'm hoping we're going to be able to dive into a little bit today uh, about how it all breaks down and how it works. But first, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started with this? Sure. So as you said in the intro, I've worked in the field of adoptions for longer than I care to admit, actually, <laughs> um, and really just found the passion for creating forever families. Um, the kids that we work with in the foster care system have lost so much. And, you know, I think one of the things that really gets my passion burning is the fact that we don't think about it often, but, you know, the right to a family is just that God-given right that we all have. And it's taken away from so many kids. And if we can be a small part in helping to, to fix that for them and put them together in a forever family, then, you know, that's why I keep going back day after day. I love that term, forever family, because mm -hmm. that's really what it's all about, right? It's not, it it's not about bouncing from one house to another. It's about finding that permanent, lifelong family. That, yeah. uh, that they can grow with. That's just amazing. So you have, you have a passion for, for what you do, obviously, or else you wouldn't have started this agency. What, what was it? Was there a, like an individual event or, or a specific a child or a family that you placed that really said, I want this to be what I do for the rest of my career? Oh, that's a really tough question. We did, I did work a long time ago with a sibling group of four, four sisters who were separated in their foster homes because of just the lack of space. And my coworkers and I worked really, really hard and were able to find them that forever family that let them all be back together again and let them all grow up together again. And that was so long ago, but there's still, those girls still stand out in my mind as as that one case that, you know, just kind of ignited that passion for my work with brothers and sisters. Um, but to 
to pinpoint it just on them would do a disservice to every other family and birth mother and, and every other child that I've worked with. It's just what I'm supposed to do. Oh, thank, thank you for sharing that story. It's so touching. And I'm sh- we've all heard stories over the years of, of families reuniting or finding a long lost brother or sister. Mm-hmm. They were split up during the adoption process and how heartwarming that is, those reuniting, uh, the, the reuniting of, of two siblings. But to be able to make that not happen mm-hmm. <laughs> by, right. by keeping them together, wow, how powerful is that? It definitely keeps us going. Um, It's not easy work by any stretch. I think that's one of the real um, myths out there about those of us who do adoption is that it it must be just so fun every day. Um, It's not easy work, but when it works and when we're able to achieve that goal, it, it can keep us coming back day after day. So tell me, can you explain uh, kind of the process? So a couple, they decide, you know, we want to, we want to adopt. We want to go down that path. We want to go take that journey. What, what, are they, what happens when they call you? What happens? What is, what's kind of the process that they go through? Sure. So when somebody calls our agency, I think the very first thing that happens is typically an in-depth conversation about what their hopes and dreams are, what their fears are what questions they have, because as you said, it it may have been something you've kind of wondered about for a really long time, but most people don't have a clue what goes into it. Um, So we talk about some of the things they think they know um, and the questions about things they know they don't know. And, And really just my main goal when somebody first reaches out is to put them at ease. It's not an easy phone call to make for most people and make sure that they have all their questions answered to the best of our ability. From there, much of the actual home study process is laid out by the state. So that's gonna look pretty similar no matter what agency folks are working with. And it's things that you might expect. We need fingerprints on everybody and we have to do a criminal background check on everyone. Um, We need letters of reference. We need a statement from the doctor. We need to run a check to make sure that they haven't been involved in any child abuse investigations. We need financial information. And everybody in in Ohio who wants to adopt is also required to go through training on different issues that might arise during an adoption to try to make them, help them be better prepared. Um, I always tell our families that I'd rather spend all the time in the world helping you prevent a problem than an hour helping you fix one because we're all better if we can prevent the problems that might come along. Totally understand. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for for taking us through that. And you brought up something uh, that you, you've mentioned families in the state of Ohio. Is that your territory? Or are you licensed outside the state? That's a really great question. We're actually only licensed in the state of Ohio. Okay. Um, so we can work anywhere within the state of Ohio. But because of mutual agreements with other agencies and states, we can place children outside the state of Ohio into one of our Ohio families. But we can only work with families within the state of Ohio. Okay. Now, and you also said about placing, placing children. So obviously adoption, there's two sides. There's the, there's the couple or the family that wants to adopt and bring a new member into their family, but there's also the uh, starting with an expectant mother. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's three sides. 
Oh, there's uh, three sides. Go ahead. Tell, me, sides. tell us all three. <laughs> so we look at, some people refer to this as the adoption triad. It starts with a birth mom and, and a birth father. And whether that decision to place their child for adoption is a voluntary decision they're making or it's an involuntary decision that was made by the state. Um, they're, they're kind of part of that picture, even if just in the fantasy of the child's mind. So that's our first side. The second side is the child or children involved in the situation. And then the third side is the adoptive family, whatever that looks like. That can be a single person, it can be a couple, but that adoptive family who is then completing that triangle. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> yes, and, and, and so I can only imagine some of the stories and, and some of the cases you've seen where maybe the birth mother and father are not on the same page. And uh, that, that's kind of, that must be one of maybe one of the more tougher things that you have to deal sure. with is, is dealing with the people who are at odds with each other and what they want with, especially involving a child. Yes. Um, that certainly is really challenging. I wish I worked with more birth dads, to be honest. Um, it's always very obvious who the mother of a child is, not always so much who the dad is. And that gets complicated legally. I wish more birth dads did take part in the planning for their unborn child. Uh, but in terms of our infant adoption program, that's, that's not too common. And I don't think we're any different than anybody else at anywhere, to be honest, um, that we just don't have a lot of dads joining in that planning. Uh, sometimes it's because of disinterest. Sometimes it's because this is not what they want. And, and in other cases, you know, there's a lot of other reasons. Yeah, when it comes to something this personal, there's got to be there's oh, yeah. a million reasons that uh, that can come into play, and mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen over 30 years, you yes. have seen a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, but I'll never say I've seen it all. <laughs> yeah, then somebody else comes along and challenges that. Absolutely, yeah, and and life continues to change, culture continues to change, ah. and. And I'm sure you see a lot of new things that happen uh, probably almost every year. You probably see new trends and new things mm -hmm. that, that always uh, start to appear uh, maybe out of nowhere. They, wow, I did not see that coming. Sometimes, yeah. So over 30 years have done this and you've seen, and obviously you, you were at, on the child services side for many years. Mm -hmm. And so you've dealt with other, other agencies, you've seen other agencies. What was it that you set out when you started with open arms? What was it that you wanted to make that was different? And how, how are you different from other agencies? You know, I'm, I am glad that you asked because sometimes I need to take, I need to take a step back and look at that too. And, you know, our, our name says it all, open arms. We wanted to create an environment where a birth mom didn't feel judged. She didn't feel pressured. She felt free to talk about her options, to talk about her hopes, and, and to really work through what was best for her and her unborn child. We wanted to create a situation and an environment where no matter where you are in in life, if you're a single person, if you're a married person, if you're relatively young, if you're of retirement age and you have love in your heart to give to a child, 
and space in your home to care for a child that that those folks coming to us didn't feel like they weren't going to get the same service because they didn't check the right boxes that there's a million ways to be a good family and we want to root through what makes each individual family a good family and what type of child could they best meet needs for and most importantly we wanted to create an environment where the best needs of the child were paramount to anything. And I have been very fortunate and very blessed in the board that, that helped me create this organization and the board that helps govern us now have always stood behind that, that we will always do what is believed to be in the best interest of the child, even if it's not best for us financially. And, and that really, that vision is what Open Arms was born from. And that's something you just don't hear every day is uh, we will make sure that even if it's not good for us financially, if it's the best for the child, that is where we go. So that's, that's powerful. That is very powerful. And I'm sure everyone who's listening can, can feel the love and the passion just coming through their speakers into their headphones right now, because you could tell, you know, after this long, doing this you still probably every day it's a brand new day and new challenges and new excitement mm -hmm. that you're actually you're you're changing lives you're saving lives in some in some instances getting a child into a loving family powerful stuff and so thank you on, on behalf of uh, every every child every family you've dealt with up up to this point and all those uh, in the future thank you for what you do every single day this is this thank is you, wonderful Jim. wonderful work and and the name, like she said, the name says it all, Open Arms. So I'm sure there's people out there that are listening that are on maybe both ends of this. Someone thinking, maybe I should look into adoption for my child mm -hmm. and others that maybe have uh, never considered it before, but might now look into it, get with Jackie and get to their amazing website. And Jackie, and if you, if you would take a minute, um, I, there's so many great resources on the website. Can you, can you kind of step through what some of the things you have available for people uh, on both sides of, of the equation or all three sides of the equation, I should right. say? <laughs> sure. So uh, we run support groups for moms who have placed a baby for adoption or, in the, or are in the process of placing a baby for adoption. We run training programs for our adoptive families, both prior to getting their children home with them, as well as after. Um, we do one-on-one -on -one visits with our families and our kids after, um, after they've been put together and, and made into a family. And lots of other resources on there, like you said, guide to unplanned pregnancy, uh, top 10 myths about adoption, how to choose an adoption agency, all sorts of uh, interesting tidbits like that. That's fantastic. So you could see, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm sitting here not, when I first went to the website, I was like, wow, they have a lot available. And I, I never would have guessed that you made all those resources available. So much support, so much support all the way through the process and beyond. So that, that's just, that's fantastic. I, I love all that you are doing there. So for, for someone who's, who's considering, they, mm -hmm. Someone who wants to adopt, do you have any, any tips on how, uh, how to select? Because obviously there's, there's other agencies, maybe they've already uh, checked with another agency or they're doing some research now. What are, what are some of the tips that you would say 
give to a, a prospective couple on how to select the, maybe the right agency? Sure. Um, you know, all the families that I talk to, I think the most important thing I try to relate to them is that there's a lot of good agencies out there. There's a lot of different philosophies on how to do adoption. It's not that one's wrong and one's right. There's just different viewpoints. And for something so personal, this is not just a business relationship. This is such a personal decision. Even if it's not us, you need to pick an agency whose philosophies most closely align with yours. And it, it just, it does come down to that. Where do you feel heard? Where do you feel like your questions were answered? What did you feel about those questions, those answers? Were they the answers that made you feel comfortable or did they cause you more stress? But to ask every question that you have, it doesn't just come down to fees Fees are a part of every adoption. We can't get away from that. Um, but where do you feel like your hope and your vision for how your adoption would work aligns the best? Such outstanding advice. And I'm guessing that most people that are going through this process are doing it for the very first time. Yeah. So and, they, they don't have a lot of comparison. Right. And, some, and most of the time they don't know what they don't know. Um, right. So I, I also think it's really important you know, as folks are interviewing adoption agencies, and I think that, you know, you probably should. Again, this is probably the most important business relationship you're going to enter into. You should interview more than one. You get more than one uh, estimate for new windows in a house, and that's so much less important than, than this. Absolutely. Um, but when you're doing that, you know, I advise families to end with, what did I not ask that is important for me to know? instead of just ending their conversation, because you don't know what you don't know. And, and sometimes we have a lot to add about what maybe you should be thinking about. Tremendous, tremendous advice. So everyone who's listening, who's, who's considering, you got to at least reach out to Jackie, reach out to Open Arms, do your research, ask questions. Mm -hmm. Like she said, this is such a personal, personal thing. And it's a huge decision. This is a life long decision and you want to make sure that you don't feel rushed like she said this is not a business transaction this mm -hmm. is a life you're adding to your family so make sure that you feel good with the people that you're dealing with because i'm sure it's extremely emotional as yes. you're going through i'm sure that you could share stories of ups and downs that that occur on a regular basis uh, so make sure that you're with someone that you know you're going to get the support. You know you're going to get the support when when things don't go uh, exactly how you envision they would, or you have you've got more questions than <laughs> than you can find answers. That you have someone there who's caring and compassionate are going to get you through this whole process. And Jackie, for uh, as as you know, one of the one of the things that I make mandatory for this uh, to come on the, the business spotlight is that you have to have a, a special offer, a special gift for the listeners. So what do you have for our listeners today? We have um, our new and updated and not on the website, Jim, new and updated uh, top 10 myths of adoption, as well as a guide to selection and selecting an adoption agency. Nice. Nice. So yeah. perfect. Wow. That I will definitely help. Yeah, I think it gives us that 
Healthcare Guide to Selecting an Adoption Agency. He talks about a lot of questions that folks don't even know to ask when they're interviewing an adoption agency. And I think most of the time when people read about our top 10 myths, they really find a lot of their preconceived notions about adoption and about our kiddos from foster care waiting for families are absolutely blown out of the water when they read this and they realize that their perception was maybe not really accurate. Yeah, yeah, I can only imagine. Now, these sound like two tremendous, tremendous resources that can save people time. Mm -hmm. And and most, more, uh, more important, it could save them a lot of anguish, a lot of stress going through this process and knowing all the questions to ask. So thank you. Thank you. And you heard oh, that. That welcome. is, that is uh, for all the listeners, not available <laughs> on the, on on the, the website. website. <laughs> so it's not available on the website. Uh, first, uh, tell us how they can get it. And then tell, uh, tell everybody what's the best way for them to contact you and find out more information about Open Arms. So it's the same. Um, email is info, I-N-F-O, at openarmsadopt.com. So we can either answer your questions over email. If you just say you want the special promotion from the business spotlight, uh, we'll get it to you that way. Certainly anyone can call us at 330-697-4751. Whatever's most comfortable. Awesome. And I will drop that uh, information into the show notes. So just click on the show notes button or the notes button on your podcast player and you will get all that information about how to, about what special, the special offer is, how to get it, and then how to get the more information. And uh, you're also on social media as well, correct? Yes. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Everything. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wherever awesome. you are, we are. <laughs> so there's no excuse for people. Do your research, get over their amazing website, see the, the amazing resources that they have available to you, the, the, the breadth of resources and support that they have available. Reach out to Jackie, get those, those free information guides that, that she is offering for you. And then set up a time to talk one-on-one, -on -one, get all your questions answered, see if an open arms is right for you, and, and just get the feel of Jackie and her staff there to help walk you through this process. Jackie, thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for sharing and educating me and the listeners about the whole process and really what makes you so special. It's the word. It's uh, that name, Open Arms. Open Arms. It just sounds wonderful. So thank you. And thank you for what you do every single day. Oh, thank you, Jim. It was really a pleasure. I'm just so excited to have been invited. Uh, I appreciate it. It is my pleasure my, to get an amazing, I say this all the time, I'm getting amazing small businesses into the spotlight and we are going to underline the word amazing when we talk about what you do every single day. It is just such important work. And so thank you again. And for anyone who's listening, if you know a small business like Open Arms that you say, you know what, they need to tell their story about why they're special, then get over to our website at IWantTheSpotlight.com. That's IWantTheSpotlight.com. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next time right here in the Spotlight. Do you know an amazing small business that would like to share their story and be on the BizFire Business Spotlight podcast? Get over to IWantTheSpotlight.com and register today.